Hey friends, welcome back to La Femme versus Nikita. I bet you thought we abandoned you, but we did not. <laughs> we did not. You know, we'll just we'll just caught a little bit of fire, but it's all good. It's all good. We're still here for fire. you. And uh, we had to take a break, but now we are back and ready to go and ready to talk about um, episodes five of La Femme Nikita and Nikita. So, cynical black dude. Episode five, La Femme Nikita, which is called Mother. Yes. You were mentioning before we started that you had some sort of lukewarmy feelings about this episode. Yeah. So, this is the first episode I actually had to struggle to get through. And I think it's weird because altogether, I think it's probably one of the better written episodes, actually. But it's just the low key action in it. I think, you know, that's not what I was expecting from Nikita. So, like, it just took a while for me to get in. But, yeah, it just feels weird because I really do feel comfortable saying that, like, in terms of, like, storyline and characterization, this one was really, really well done and really interesting in how they did it. But I guess that's just not what I'm always here for. Like, I think think that might be something I have to be, like, really in that mindset for. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting to get that from Nikita this time. I mean, it was a very low-key episode, but like you said, very well-written episode. But my feeling of the episode is just, like, beige. That's how I feel about the episode. There was a lot of beige and brown colors in it, a lot of earth tones. And uh, that's how I feel. Very calm, you know? Like, the bad guys are mostly calm. And (laughs) There's a scene where they're eating scones with cream and jam. And then another scene where they're having tea. Like, I feel like that sums up the episode really well. Like, (gasps) Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So let's get into it. This episode starts with um, this guy. Let's call him Sam. I don't remember this guy. But everybody loves, okay, fine. If you insist on saying what his real name is, way to to. mess up the joke, cynical black dude. Um, Because Chuck Sam is going to die. You don't need to know his name is the (laughs) point. And you ruined my joke, but that's okay. You don't need to know his name because you immediately know that this guy is not long for this world. How do you know that? How do we know that? Yo, I've seen this episode so many times and all I was thinking was, man, all he's missing is a red shirt. But as soon as everyone knows him, everyone loves him, everyone's bonding. I was like, oh, this character who's no one's ever met before. Everyone never, loves him. I was like, have I was like, never oh, met does, this dude before. He does. Uh, like, I think I have in my notes like, oh, he's not even going to make it out of the teaser. I <laughs> like, mean, and he didn't. <laughs> Everybody loves him. And Nikita <laughs> loves him. Michael loves him. Hey, Chuck, how you doing? Hey, Kiki, Kiki. What yeah. about blah, blah, blah? Like, I don't know. Next, they're going to start talking about sports. I don't know. Yeah. It was just so terribly obvious that this guy was not long for this world. So yeah. Chuck uh, is on a mission, you know, and Chuck is going to deliver a bomb, I guess, to yeah, like some, to oh, deliver a trigger to yeah. some bad guys. Um, and I think they make the exchange and he goes to open it and it's like oops not a trigger actually it's a bomb and they're about to blow you up yeah right and so nikita and michael and everybody everybody that we know is back at division um division no section Section one one. yeah watching on the screen because they all have to be here for chuck's demise so that they can have the emotional impact of it and 
push the story forward. Um, so they're all watching this and Chuck is like, oh my God, it's a bomb. What are we going to do? Blow up. That's what, <laughs> that's what you're going to do. Unfortunately. So sorry. Uh, and then that's what happens. He blows up and it's like really sad for everyone who had a deep and abiding relationship with Chuck before we knew him. That we've seen across all these other episodes. <laughs> yes. They've developed this, this intense relationship and we're, we've really been here for it as an audience this entire time. I really felt some type of way when we lost Chuck. Like, I know. Because remember that episode when he did the thing? He yeah. did the thing and everybody was like, oh my God, Chuck, always with the thing that you're doing all the time. Like if you could have some character growth. But we won't, he won't get to make that journey. <laughs> Not Chuck. <laughs> Okay, I think you beat this horse. <laughs> you beat this well, okay. horse into the ground. <laughs> we are going to circle back to Chuck once we get to CW Nikita because I do have to make one comment that I saw that this at least worked out better. Okay, but we'll save that for later. We'll get back to we'll get back yeah. to Chuck. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, Chuck is dead, and everybody is big mad. Yeah. Like, uh, operations is big mad madeline is big mad we have never seen these people express big emotions before yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the death of chuck man like that was it that, was, that it. was it pushed everybody over the edge and they're like we're gonna get these people and these people happen to be arms dealers a husband yeah. and a wife team i don't know if we know that they're husband and wife already maybe yeah, maybe we do. i'm not sure but they're like very calmly in their manner or whatever. Like, oh, yeah. did the package go through? Yes, it did. Okay, I'm drink my coffee and look at the newspaper and whatever. <laughs> Tap in the code to blow up the bomb real yes. casual. like Yes, yeah. super casual because, you know, they're real ones. And that's yeah. what I appreciate <laughs> about their depiction <laughs> is that they are the real deal. They don't have time for all this extra emotion that everybody else is showing about Chuck. They don't have time for that. They're here to get the job done. And it's why they have been so successful so far. But also when they stop doing that, it's yeah. why they end up failing. And I think yeah. that is very interesting how that was kind of set up when you first um when you first meet them. Oh, you know what I wrote in my notes? Um the name. Oh no, not the name. Oh. <laughs> um that they are wearing the same color oh. and that's how you know that their love is true <laughs> See, i didn't Arms i didn't dealers. even notice that yeah they, they're all they're both in like this these brown and beige colors for most of the episode and i'm like oh that's how you know that they're like on the same page and they're really in love and everything i love wardrobe as character and I, that is not even sarcasm. That's just that's yeah. just good, you know. Yeah. Good it's writing. Good it's good yeah. filmmaking. <laughs> so See, then, what happens? So actually, going back to that, I actually have the note that the calm they displayed when they killed Chuck, I was like, oh, I got something totally different from that because, especially on the rewatch, I was like, oh, they're setting them up to be able to do something terrible to them. They're trying to make sure they're unambiguously the bad guys. Because what they're going to do at the end, they're like, we need to make sure everybody's on section one side because we're going to be very cruel to these poor people. And we need you to be like, no, they're bad guys. This is okay. And I feel like they kind of doubled down on that with that death and the death of the other guy who comes in. Like, oh, I put it in the safety deposit box or whatever. 
and just kills that man getting into the limo. Well, like, yeah, we didn't, we're not, yeah. we didn't get to that part yet. Yeah. But, you know, I don't feel like they are especially any worse than any other bad guy. They're just normal bad guys. Chuck doesn't mean anything to them. Yeah. You know, I mean, and as the guy that you're talking about, so at some point, one of their coworkers, I guess, he comes, a guy who is in their employ, he comes and he's like, yeah, I got the thing. It's all good. And I guess they're family friends. Like yeah. uh, the bad guys know him and his wife and they have dinner together or whatever. And yeah. so he did whatever task it was for them. And as they're leaving, they're all like, kiki king. Maybe we can meet up with Cheryl for brunch in Paris or something like that. But he goes to get in the limo. And the bad guy husband gives a nod and then the driver kills this guy. That's just bad business. Yeah, thank you. That's 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 not being like a bad guy more than any other bad guy. That's just being that's bad business as a criminal. You can't just go around killing people who are doing work for you. I guess we see it different because like that's always been one of my signs that a bad guy is just uselessly bad. Like um the children's fantasy series whose author shall not be named um, with Mr. Flight from Death, that's how you knew he was bad. That like when you punish even your employees who are just doing their job, you're the bad guy now. Like you're the bad, bad guy. But they don't do that to all of their employees, obviously. So what makes this guy different it's than the rest? Because but oh it's because they sat there and acknowledged that they cool with his family and his wife and they up until they no, 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 no. that's not my oh. question. Oh, okay. what, makes what makes this, this particular okay, John... guy okay. that gets killed different than all of the other people who work with them? Is it this product? Is it this trigger that everybody is so thirsty for? Is it this thing in particular that they're just so protective of it that they cannot have any kind of loose ends at all? I don't know. The show yeah. doesn't really get into yeah. that. It, so. Yeah, the trigger stays pretty much a MacGuffin the whole episode, yeah. and you never really get a real feel for it. Like, they say it's a nuclear trigger, and they might as well have said it's the Holy Grail, it's the Silver Hand from Terminator 2. Like, it's... Yeah. It doesn't yeah. Matter. I mean, because they are, for all intents and purposes, they are super successful and yeah. have been... And, and um, Section 1, they talk about how untouchable these people are. Yeah. Right? So I feel like you can't be that way and also always be killing your people that work for you. Like, yeah. I don't think those two things go hand in hand. I just think, and I may be, you know, what is it called when you, like, fan, what is it, fan winking? Uh, is that, is that, almost, that might be a very old term. Yeah, I'm Were you, sorry. like, did I just, did I just age myself? Um, were you, like, cr- create a narrative, and were you create excuses for why the show oh, did what okay. it did? You know? Okay. Oh, um, like Buffy and Spike. Sorry. Listen, that was a shot of the- we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> We're not going to sully this podcast with Buffy. No, sir. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I Continue. randomly, when people tell me, sidebar, since you brought it up, when people tell me, like, yeah, no, I love Buffy, I'm like, cool. So, what did you think about Buffy and Spike? And I ask this question just so I can judge them. that is literally the only reason why because i cannot stand buffy and spike and 
I know for the show at that time, I mean, season six of Buffy is a trash fire, but there are some people who like genuinely love Buffy and Spike. And I said I'm like, because I have a friend like that. No, why? Like, it's actually horrible, but it's meant to be that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, Buffy and Spike is not meant to be a great love. So I bring it up because I got a friend who's a huge Buffy fan. And um, I didn't care about it during the show, but I read the comics. And while in the show, it was supposed to be a trash fire relationship with two people going through some trash time in their lives. In the comic, they took that real serious. Like, and like, I mean, deep serious. But like, most of the comic, it got real weird. Um, but yeah, so like in the comic, I like it a little bit more because it's so far from what the show is. But we are we on a whole other show now. Let's get back. Let's, get, let's go back. I'm just this is my foolishness. You can't you can't let me go off on tangents like this. You know you got to rein me in. Yeah, sorry. It's just you know spuffy. <laughs> we we should we'll, we'll do a whole side episode on relationships that people love that we hate oh Uh, Oh. bonus content so (laughs) that'll be a couple episodes but continue so at the briefing after everybody is big mad because chucky sam died and operations is like we haven't been able to um get close to these people ever because they're so good at what they do but we think we have a secret weapon we have found a vulnerability and then he looks at nikita and you're like well shit what is this nonsense about to be so nikita goes to a shelter um back to her roots if you will she's playing a homeless person and uh, she's like yeah blah 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 i need a place to stay um and they're like give me your name you know that whole that whole thing that they do cut to the arms dealer and the wife she gets a call okay i just gotta say you keep not saying their name and the name is great and we need to talk i don't know his name is his name is john wick how did you not catch his yes i don't remember I don't remember their names. That was like the first thing I saw. I was like, is this this man named John Wick and he's got a whole bunch of guns? I am very sorry that I did not track that his name was John Wick. My bad. Like, really, what's the the wife's name? Helen. Helen. Okay, so John and Helen Wick. Wick. (laughs) With an E at the end. With an E at the end. But they are no, they don't deserve the Wick name. Even no. though John Wick, you know, exists after them, but whatever. Yeah. They don't deserve the Wick name. Yeah, They're no, not no. up to it. They're not up to it. So no. Helen gets a call and they're like, we think we found her. Like, okay, wow, cool. Next thing you know, some dudes are like trying to snatch Nikita from the homeless shelter. We, I just got broad say. as daylight. Yeah, like. <laughs> I'm mad at the social worker who works in the homeless shelter who just straight up's like, yeah, that's the one. I was like, those aren't the police. Did you just sell a homeless person to some random strangers? Yes. Like, like a G. Like, yes. Like, no. Like, yeah, I'm like, sure they paid him good money. They have a just, network of homeless shelters. If a, if, a, if a young lady shows up, I mean, I, this is what I don't understand. What yo, could you yo. have even told them? If somebody like, shows up by the name of Nikita <laughs> in all of Canada? Like... <laughs> Yeah, 
<clears throat> I don't understand how they found her. Like, what kind of information? Maybe Section One dropped some information in their system to like make it match, so it triggered something in their database search. I don't. I have but no Helen's idea. been looking. Helen's been looking for all these years. So I'm wondering, like, what are her parameters to search for? So that uh, um, a social worker can be like, oh, we got her, Nikita born between this year and this year well no because i think maybe they did have the specific birthday okay like, they had the so birthday okay they had her specific okay. birthday so it's like you know you're like okay and then i guess like, all right still, fine that's just got to be willing suspension to disbelief i'm fine. just like i'm just mad that that social worker sold it because i'm totally willing to believe someone would do that but yeah. i'm just mad that he did it and everybody just like there's a whole table of people eating and stuff, and everybody was like, well, that ain't me. Nobody cares. <laughs> drink, drink that coffee. Nobody cares, man. Like, this is the 90s. It's not like today. <laughs> today, everybody, even though it's a homeless shelter, people would have still had phones. Yep. Um, like, and started to record. Oh, yep. look at what is happening. Let me upload this. Which, uh, say, um, everybody who records and nobody help, <laughs> like, please. Lord, please, this is a you, whole other yeah, yeah, let's not go down podcast, this rabbit yeah, hole yeah, let it let okay. us let us not <laughs> anyway so nikita gets straight up kidnapped out of a homeless shelter fighting and kicking tossed in the car and driven away and everybody's like oh well you know that's tuesday uh, yeah yeah that's what we do up here in the in wherever they are so yeah. this is super weird they bring nikita to the manor and helen who I guess was going riding. I don't know. Like, she's dressed like she was about to go, like, get on her horse or whatever. She, like, you know, comes down the stairs, and she's so unbelievably antagonistic to Nikita. No, <laughs> like, thank you. No thank you. At like, all. That's, like, the next six lines of my notes is just, like, what are, like, are you trying to, like, develop a rapport, a relationship? Because if you are, you are terrible if like like, like just i'm gonna interrogate in you i'm gonna slap you i'm gonna ask you if you're a whore i'm gonna do all the worst possible things and then just because nikita says you uh i was born in prison she's like oh no you're mine for sure totally i had to stop for a moment and i was like wait when did dna research start like when could you get fraternity tests and stuff like yeah. that because I had to look it up because I was like, in this is, yeah, I was like, especially this if is you got money. Yeah, exactly. And that part. If you go and have right stones there. and yeah, right. I'm like, if you have money in the year 1997, you can get a DNA test to make sure that this child is yours. But yeah. Helen doesn't have time for that. Helen is like, you, your name is Nikita and you were born in jail in the same year in which I gave birth to a baby. Therefore, you must be mine because no other woman in all of Canada, I, I don't know why I'm assuming they're in Canada. I'm trying to figure that out. I have I no idea. Okay, I, I thought just I had just feel missed like something, they but are. You, were, you were so confident. I was like, damn, I must have missed something. So I was just going to keep with it. We know they're not in America. Fair. We know that. So they're in a place where they speak English and they don't have a pronounced accent. And they drink tea regularly on a date. And 
state that it is a big deal. So and that, that's still, how they're supposed to clean on the money. They're part of the Commonwealth. They're still yeah, having tea and scones. Yeah, okay. that's, that's the place that's got the queen on the money. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> so I, my mind just jumped to there in Canada. Um, so yeah, she is like, you, no, yeah, no other woman could possibly have had a baby in prison in the whole of Canada and or North America. I don't know. Yeah. So you are mine, and now we are going to be mother and daughter and live happily ever after. And Nikita, because she's a really good spy, she's like, cool, I'm going to really sell this, and I'm going to make yes. it get away. Yes, that, I have that in my nose, too, because, like, one, her playing homeless Nikita really was like, oh, she's right back in it. Like, like, <laughs> like she's right back in it. But, yes, that, that escape attempt, especially because then she used it to make a move, and, you know, I started bugging a car, and I was like, Look at yes. Her. Look at yes. Her. Just doing quit, what she like, does. Yo, just on top of her game. Like oh, also John had come back during the interrogation, the mother-daughter interrogation, and you could tell John is not with it. Not at all. <laughs> John and, but, is like, no, this is you're not her child. Like you can see and, that on his face. <laughs> and so when Nikita's like, oh, is he my dad? And his no before he's like, oh no no no, this wouldn't be your father. He's like, he's like, no, even if we no, I, uh-huh. you're not my child. Not you are even. not mine, and you're, and you're not, not even hers. About to be my stepchild. Okay. <laughs> like, it's like I'm gonna play this game because that's my wife and I love her. So I'm gonna yeah. play along for a little bit. We gonna we about to see where this goes. But yeah. John is on it from the moment he lays eyes on Kita. That was one of my notes too. Is I was like, man, John is way too smart for his own good because he's smart enough to to peep the game, but he ain't smart enough to survive this. Like. So, yeah, Nikita takes off running. She does her whole thing and puts the bug underneath the car. Helen finds her and then takes her to her new room. And why are there a bunch of creepy-ass dolls in this room? What is the class barrier? I'm trying to figure out, like, what amount of money do you have to have where you start thinking creepy dolls is a cool design aesthetic? Okay, so I have to admit something. Oh, no. Not me, but my grandma, who recently passed, we are currently trying to figure out what to do with, I think, just under 100 creepy-ass porcelain dolls. Grandmas are different. Yeah. Grandmas are different. Helen is not a grandma. I'm talking about people who are, like, of a regular age age who are collecting creepy-looking dolls. Everybody's grandma has dolls. <laughs> it's at least so from creepy. our age group. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. grandma has dolls. That was they're the so time. Creepy. You know? Yeah, they're so creepy. Like, like, like they're so creepy. They are. Like, like I've, I had only seen them on TV until she came back, and then we helped her set them all up and stuff, and set them on the bed for it. And we're sitting there, and I'm just sitting there looking, and she's so happy about them, and I'm like, don't look at them too hard. <laughs> exactly. They might like, jump into your they, spirit. <laughs> They be looking back at you. Yes, thank you. Like you look at them and they look it back at you and you do you like nah. Uh-uh. Sorry. So I know. It's like, yes. you know, I don't really watch horror films, but I remember my sister wanted me to watch Annabelle. And I'm like, I'm definitely not watching that. Not with a creepy doll running around killing people. Absolutely not. <laughs> Please let me know if you watch it because I swear I will mail you one of my grandma's dolls. Absolutely and you'll open up not. And I don't even, it, I don't watch horror films because I think they're mostly awful. Um, not even because I get scared, but I just think it's so difficult to do well. And most people just like, like jump scares and yeah. stuff like that. But 
it's really hard nowadays to actually do a horror film well. And a lot of the times they, everything that happens on it in them is predicated by someone being unbelievably dumb and making stupid choices, choice after choice after choice. However, that being said, when it comes to being scared of a movie, there are two things that I don't mess with. Creepy dolls and demons. That's it. Like church demons. Like, you know, yeah. like, oh, yeah. God has sent some demons up and they're going to possess you. <laughs> that got, scares me. I'm not I trying will, to mess around with the church and demons. <laughs> I'll send you one of the scariest things I've ever read. No, why? Oh. I don't. Why would you send that to me? <laughs> because... I didn't know what it was when I read it. And then I'm sitting up there as a grown ass man with the light on going to sleep. So I'm uh-uh. not sure that. No, nah, I'm not going to read it. Whatever it is, don't send it to me. Thanks. Moving on. So <laughs> what happens next? So yeah, they're in the room with the creepy dolls. And then back at section one, they're doing a package drop, right? They have to drop off yeah. something for like whatever tools that Nikita needs to yeah. do whatever it is she's going to do whoops, they drop it in the wrong place, all out in the open. So Nikita, who's going on a nice little walk with Helen, she sees that the package is in a nice place, so she kind of diverts Helen a little bit, right, so that she can come back out later. Yeah. And then and then what happens? Um, I think I skipped a scene in my notes, because my next one, like I had, the, I had this line about just how much of a tonal shift this episode is, but going back to what I said before, just like it really feels different, like it hit different. But yeah. then my next one is uh, Madeline conducting the interview with uh, yes. the dude they captured from his, and Madeline going straight Amanda. And actually, even worse, because like Amanda is always creepy, even when she's trying to be classy. Right. Madeline is always classy and beautiful, and just so def- well like put together that when she starts saying creepy stuff, that might but be one of my fears. But it's not creepy. Madeline is not creepy though. Madeline yeah. is scared. Real. Yeah, there's like, a difference. Yeah, like she's real. Like yeah. when she says some stuff to you, you're like, "Oh, I'm about to really be in a bad." Yeah, place. she's like, like I, Madeline's not trying to like. Doesn't have some like you know secret childhood trauma that yeah. is turning she, her into a sociopath. Spoiler. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know we're she, not doing spoilers and warnings anymore. They got that blank one in the beginning. If you, if you, if there's a show that went off in 2014 and you were way behind and you're listening to this podcast. So there are, there are people, I did get a message on Instagram that there are people who are, who are just started watching the show. So we are going to be a little bit careful with. Thank you for telling me now. Spoilers. Listen, it's been a few weeks. (laughs) It's been a few weeks since we, since we've recorded. So yeah. It felt like a few years. That's, that's, (laughs) I mean, that's a fact. That's a fact. Um, Back on track then. So, so yeah, Madeline is scary. Yeah. And, and she doesn't line, have time to play with this guy. Yo, that line. You can torture me all day and that won't change anything. It's a deal. And his face, his face when she said it's a deal, like you could just tell he was like, what? And you'd be like, oh, you done messed like, like uh, there's that meme where it's like, and it's in this moment, Chuck's killer knew he done fucked up. Yeah. Because that's what you could see in his face. Yep. <laughs> like. Cool. Challenge accepted. (laughs) So then Madeline Madeline leaves and she goes and she's talking with um, operations, right? And he's still mad and he's like, 
why isn't anything moving fast enough? And he's really in his feelings. Madeline don't have time. And she turns around and walks out the room. I loved it. I love it. <laughs> it's like, look, I told you what it is. I told you what I'm doing. Okay. We're doing the work. Whatever this is, all this theatrics that you put on, I'm not here for it. I have work to do. I don't have time for you right now. And operations is talking about how Nikita might have to sacrifice. Yeah. What does that mean? Yo. We will find out. We will find out soon enough. So then we go back to the um, bad guy mansion. Yeah. Uh, Which I only just realized that that's what BGL stands for in my notes because I wrote these notes weeks ago and (laughs) I'm like, BGL, what, what did I write down? That's what it was. Bad guy there. (laughs) No. So we go back to um, the bad guy lair and Nikita like does what she needs to do. She gets the package. Her stepdaddy almost finds her and she like runs into the, runs into his office. Right. And the office is like Mission Impossible. They got laser beams going all over the place. Like, listen, John Wick is on his shit. He's about his business. Yeah. Like, you're not just going to walk up in here. Yo, I respect it though. I respect it. He's like, yo, this is my hustle. People all like, he probably already knows section one. He probably got like a couple friends who works there who say, hey, just give me the heads up. So he knows what he's about. But, um, he still was too perceptive of his own good. He went and caught that missing screw. Like, oh, the kid yeah. missed something trying to rush. And I was like, man, you keep catching these clues and it makes you look real good, but I don't, it's not good for your health, dog. Can we talk about the ridiculousness of Nikita being in this man's office and then she has to hide from him and suddenly it turns into a comedy and she's like under the table hiding behind <laughs> the, um, the uh, oh my gosh, what, what is it called? Wow, I don't know. What are words? Oh, yeah, like what, it's, it's like the end words? table with a little circle. Yeah, like I, with the curtains I, on it. Yeah, right. I, I don't even know. What's wrong with us? I'm not rich us? enough to have that. I'm what is wrong? A tablecloth. What is wrong with us that wow. we can't think wow. of the word? <laughs> wow. Tablecloth. <laughs> I don't even get, I don't know. I, yeah. Listen, it's, a, it's been a long several weeks. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got to try to get our mojo back. Um, yeah. So yeah, she's hiding underneath the table and there's a tablecloth on it and she's like peeking out from behind the tablecloth and taking pictures and then closing the tablecloth back when he looks back it's so silly it is so silly i i was just like wait what show is this what what is happening right now (laughs) oh then that's when he leaves and he notices like oh there's a screw out of place or whatever he's getting yeah. super suspicious of uh of his new stepdaughter so then back to section one. Oh yeah it's like so i love this scene where madeline tells and she's pretty much telling michael the same thing that operations told him but once again madeline's just the real one so when you hear from her and like michael's face when she tells him that like we're gonna have to use nikita prepare yourself mm. like you just like it's it hits different it hits different mm. like it's funny because like you know operations is supposed to be the leader of this place but you know who's really calling like the real like the real like uh yeah it's almost like you know their mommy and daddy but yeah 
it's like you all you know who the real threat is in your yes. house yes one's all bark one, one right. doesn't bark at all you just get bitten yep, yep. that's again that's madeline that's yep. madeline so when madeline yep. speaks you better pay attention yeah like, and that's it and, and that's, but michael felt it too because you yep. saw michael's face like he knew when madeline said it like you know operation says that he's like man whatever we'll see what happens but madeline says it and his whole body just like ah so then we go back to uh, Bad Guy Lair, and Nikita and her mom are playing dress up, and Nikita's wearing this ridiculous dress, and they are having tea. And you know what? In this scene, I was kind of like, actually, Helenus would be like a kind of okay mom, actually. I actually have that in my notes. <laughs> Helen is actually really into this mom stuff, and I was like, oh, like, like what she, you know. Well, she was sure she's like okay i just had to be sure because you know i'm about this game i can't just be bringing anybody in here yeah but now that we sure cool you in it. yeah then i kind of felt preemptively bad for her because yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah i was like dang helen like you're actually you are right you are right helen you know and she's she's being super sweet and she's like yeah this is a picture of my mom and she never caught a break in her life and you know just telling us about her story and how she came up and all that jazz, and then Nikita poisons her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but she tucked her in, like she was really sweet about um, it. Like. She was, yes, she still poisoned her, but yeah. she did tuck her in. I was like, well, dang, Helen, just when I was getting ready to like you, and soon it's about to be over for you, you're still a killer, but at least you're likable now. Yeah. That's yeah. all we really want from our villains. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> No, that's not true. I don't need likable villains. Yeah, I, I do need, need understandable villains. Yeah. So, so then, what happens next? Then we get our boy John Wick, and I my notes on this scene are very sparse but to the point, which is he walks in on Nikita using the computer, and she's really kind of like, oh, you know, Helen told me I could use it, and she's unplugging her digital camera. He's like, well, what's that? She's like, a digital camera. And so at this moment, you know, he's peak game. Like he knows what's up. And, and so does she. Yeah. And so my problem, though, is that he immediately calls the kids, like, hey, what's going on? And she admits, like, hey, I poisoned your wife. She's in the back bedroom. We better take you down. And here's my thing. I get it. He's in his home. He thinks he's top of his game. But you have a spy who's been in your house for several days telling you about their spy game, sitting yeah. there in a chair, chilling. And to like, your face. Like, you, you have to understand danger when like, you see it. Like, just doesn't like doesn't pe- like he's been on top of this figuring stuff out pieces together but he ain't got no danger sense like he pieced the clues together up until the most important one which is like dog your life is like right about the end like you're not like you ain't looking over your shoulder you ain't if the bad guy it could be that he's been the biggest fish for so long that he doesn't even understand when he's not the biggest fish anymore no. because <laughs> if the bad guy is calmly it's it's taken you know it's Liam Neeson yeah if he's gonna calmly explain to you where and how you fucked up yeah no skin off his back because it it is too late for that now like the outcome is already set I'm just letting you know I'm just bringing you up to speed basically yeah you should know leave yeah just go immediately turn around go you can come back for Helen, honestly. Because yeah, like, if you go for Helen, it's a wrap for you both. Yeah. So, Live to yeah, fight another day. 
that whole scene, I was like, this pulled up man don't even got no idea he did already. Like he walked in the room and he thought that he was about to make a move. And I was like, dog, like you walked in the checkmate. Like you don't well, even straight murders that man. Like yes. She <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Like he thought he was going for his gun. And I really wish they would have had this my one of my favorite scenes where he reaches for his gun and pulls the trigger and then she holds up his magazine. She's like, My dude, I've been here for like three days. You don't think I found your guns are like that would have been the only thing that made it better, just to really yeah. let him know like you were way behind this game the whole way. Yeah. But her shooting him first, good enough. Like, yeah. like, you never had a chance. Like, you ain't even get to fire. He sure did not. So then Nikita goes um, back to her sleeping mom. Helen, so poor Helen. She's just like, oh, we had a meeting. Oh, where's John? You know, she's all confused, trying to figure out what's going on. Here comes a knock on the door. It's the Montreal police. I've just decided that they're in Montreal now. Um, <laughs> I thought we were in Toronto before we first did Canada. I, I didn't. Oh, we could be in Toronto. We can be in okay. Toronto. That's true. They're okay. not speaking French. We can be in Toronto. Okay. Um, they show up and it's Michael yeah. and two Section One guys. And they're like, oh, so sorry. It's been a terrible accident. John has been <laughs> in a terrible accident. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> yeah, it's just is. so absurd. <laughs> yeah. Like. It's so absurd. That's the thing about this. I feel like this episode is the most cliched episode. Yeah. And the question is, is it is it cliche or was it is the it original? original? That's and that's what I have so many problems with. Because like uh, we're going to circle to the end, but then I'm my end notes, I got a couple of things where I was like, man, like, have I seen this before this episode? And it really messes with me because I'm seeing it for the first time now, and I'm comparing it to things that I've seen, but I'm like, oh, those are things that are recent. Like, yeah, is this the originator for this exactly. thing? Exactly. Like, every, every story beat in this episode you have seen before over the last, what? 30, 20, 20 yeah. years? Wait. 20, 25 at least. 25 this show, years? This show is 25 years old or so 23. You have seen all of these story beats before. And yeah. so it feels super dated, but it's actually not because I do think they're the OG. Because, like, the other thing is that, like, while well, I'm like, no, but there's been TV before that. But I was like, but there, has there been TV like this before this? Exactly. Is there anything like that really has captured these same beats? And, like, no. So, like, yeah. Yeah. There, there, there you go. So, yeah, Michael's like, yeah, your husband died. We need you to come down to the station or whatever. And Helen is just torn apart because what you do know about John and Helen is that they actually they are, do yeah. love each other love and each care other. about yeah. each other, you know? And Nikita is playing the dutiful daughter and she's laying it on thick, right? I'll, I'll take care of you. Don't worry. So on and so forth. I was like, really? She's like, yeah, you're my mother, right? I'm like, oof, just twisted the knife, twisted it. So they get in the car and uh, halfway to wherever they're going, which is nowhere, they pull pull off to the side and Michael and the section one guys drag Nikita and her fake mom into the woods and like give me the trigger <laughs> like i just gotta pause and say that maybe it's because i've only had urban life you are not about to drive me into the woods without me being suspicious off 
rip. <laughs> like there's but they didn't drive street. into the woods. They stopped yeah. on the street. Yeah, I and know. dragged them out of the car and dragged them into the woods. I guess, but like what I mean is that like I've never lived in a place where the woods are right there. Oh, like, I and have. So, oh, okay. Because like I'm like, yo, if we're driving down a winding road and there's woods everywhere, I'm already real suspicious. Like, yeah, there are plenty of places like that. I fly over those places. I do not stop. <laughs> I'm not trying to be in those places. There are plenty of urban places like that as well. I mean. It, you know, the world is a lot bigger than Miami, cynical black dude. (laughs) Miami barely has trees. It's just them tall palm trees. It's not the same. (laughs) People keep telling me there's there's a world outside of South Florida. I've heard of it. I don't believe it. It exists. So back to Nikita. They drag Nikita and her stepmom into the woods. And Michael's like, where's the trigger? And Helen, Helen still got a little spunk in it. She's like, oh, she catches on real quick. She's like, oh, John wouldn't tell you. That's why you killed him. Yep. I mean, that's not exactly what happened, but it's a good we already know yeah. that John would not have told them because he told yeah. Nikita that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, He's like, I'm not, I, we forgot about that. She was like, yeah, that was a mistake. where's the trigger? He's like, I'm not telling you that. She's like, even to protect your house? She's like, your, your wife? I don't, I don't love anybody that much. Yeah, yo, and like I, that is a good point because, like, you know, Nikita at this point has got some feelings for the lady. Like, she's about to do it dirty, but she's she's feeling some type of way. So, like, for him to be that cavalier, I was like, oh, you definitely like. There's your name right on your own death. Like, go ahead, shoot me. I'm not gonna be in another episode. Yeah. So, <laughs> Helen is like, I'm not telling you anything. Michael's like, okay. He instructs the guys to beat the crap out of Nikita. Yo. That's so, what they do. So that gave me shade of Bobby Morris being tortured in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And that was one of the things I was thinking about. I was like, man, normally they always have this, like, really clear trope, like, beauty not being tarnished. And watching Nikita, like, catch his ass whooping, like, made me think of that same scene where you're like, oh, Bobby's supposed to be beautiful. They're not going to do it. Oh, they're going to do it to her. Oh, they're going to ooh, ooh, ooh. Like, yeah. They beat the <laughs> crap out of Nikita. and. Helen, to her credit, she's holding on, but she's messed up about it. Yeah. Like she, she's messed up, and she, she holds on until Michael is like, "Fine," and they start to leave, and he's like, "Kill the girl," and real nonchalant about it. And then that's when finally Helen is like, "I will tell you, she's all that I have." Mm, heartbreak. Yeah. Sad tear. I felt I felt so bad for Helen. Yo, to think yo. how I felt about her at the beginning of the episode to how I felt about her at the end of the episode. Great job to the writers. Great job to that actor because they got yeah. me. They yeah. got me. And that's why I was saying like this episode was really well written because you have a bad guy who is clearly a bad guy. Like just I'm sipping tea while we having dudes blown up and that's just business. I don't got time for this foolishness. To like at the end, you actually feel real sympathy for her pain. Like, yeah. Like, I could be here for a, another show in which Helen, minus John, really finds her long lost daughter and they go on to have a criminal empire together. I would watch that. I would like, like to see her try. Like, I'd like the season would have to progress where she at first tries to shield her daughter from her criminal empire until she realizes her daughter's really about that life of crucial. Like, I, we will talk about that show later now. <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta have some words about that. But, 
Yeah, or I mean, listen, we're gonna we're already talking about John Wick. Shout out to Halle Berry's character once again in John yeah. Wick. That could also be that show. If Holly, I don't know how old Holly Berry's daughter is in that show. I think she's a bit young. We can age her up. Yeah. You know, Holly's been trying to protect her, and then some shit happens, and Holly has to go get her. And that's when she finds out that her daughter is about that life as well. Ooh. I would watch that. Ooh. I'm still waiting for the John Wick spinoff starring Holly Berry. I want that more dogs. than I want a lot of and things. The and the dogs, of course. Oh. This would not be the same without the dogs. So. Anyway, back to Helen. Her heart is broken. She is, she's given up the trigger. We're back in section one and you see Nikita who is busted. Yeah. Like, busted up. Yeah, literally my line is Nikita in the hospital all fucked up. (laughs) I mean, yikes. And then Madeline and Mike are looking upon her busted up face. And Nikita wakes up, and I love Madeline, what Madeline says yeah. to her. Yeah, Nikita's like, like, Nikita's first, she's like, what happened? And yeah, Madeline comes back with like, did your job. Yeah, and thank you. Yeah. Like, I, I, I appreciate both of those. You did your job, thank you. Yeah. Like, because everybody knows what the mission is. But it's the thank you that really that you don't get very often in these kinds of settings. So it just like really pushes the it like makes you respect Madeline a little bit more. Yeah. You know that she's not she understands the sacrifice. Still going to have you make it. Yeah. Not going to feel bad about it. But it's like I acknowledge that it sucks. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, thank you for that. So then. Madeline leaves. And Michael tells Nikita that he's sorry. He stays sorry. Yeah. He's and, been but, sorry since the series started. But, like, Nikita's response this time, don't be sorry. I'm getting used to how things are. Like, mm. I, st- I, I have that as mm. my last line for this show. Because, like, mm. yo, like, to be sitting in the hospital bed all busted up and just being like, this is what it is. Like, shit. Like... I mean, it goes back to what she told him before. You lie, and then you say you're sorry. You lie, and then you say you're sorry. So now she's like, you don't have to be sorry anymore. It's okay, I got it. Yeah. That statement, I'm getting used to how things are, it encompasses so So much. much. Yes. It encompasses her relationship with Division, and it encompasses her relationship with Michael. Michael, and it also encompasses her relationship that she's going to have to have with herself. Yeah. You know, like to make it through this life. Yeah. Like. And then she tells him, How's Helen? Yeah. Oh. And asks that if she still, if they told her that Nikita is not her daughter yet. And can, like, even with the little bit of time she has left, just don't tell her if you don't have to. Yes. And you're like, Because. Yeah. She just doesn't want her like that. And, like, Oh. Well, what she says is that her mom, Nikita's real mom, would have yeah, left her oh. to die. Yes. Like, oh. Yeah. Damn, yeah. Helen. God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Got man. us in yeah. the end, Helen. I mean, I hope they didn't tell her. I'm going to assume that they didn't tell her and let that lady go to her death believing that she saved her daughter. Yeah. Because otherwise, man, the cruelty. 
You know who is yeah. older? Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, first name would have definitely told her. <laughs> yeah. Like, right as she's about to die, just whispered in her ear. Yeah. Like, yep. yep. That's, that's, yep. that's Amanda. That is yep. Amanda. So that is the end <laughs> of uh, episode five of the Fem Nikita Mother, which I feel like I did not enjoy this episode. Similarly to you, I did not enjoy it as much as I enjoyed the ones before it. But yeah. it wasn't a bad episode by yes, any stretch of the imagination. And that's what keeps getting me is that, like, I really do, like, with the evolution of how we felt about Helen, like, the clothing match that you said about between Helen and John, like, it's a really well-put-together, well-written, well-scripted episode, but it just didn't hit for me the same way. It's solid, but it's quiet. Yeah. And it's quiet, but it doesn't, it doesn't focus on the characters that we know. Yes. And yes. So it's yes. a lot of stuff having to do with the wicks. And that's that's I probably a little bit where the disconnect comes from. Because it's like it's interesting, yeah. but I'm not they are the wicks are not why I'm watching the show. Yeah. And like two, I guess also because we're not gonna deal with them again. Because I know when we watched Person of Interest and we had the uh, Shaw episode where all of a sudden you're just this whole new character and you're focusing on her. I love the shit out of that episode. I know you have as well. But um, yeah, and like, it's just interesting that like some shows can get away with that shift from another character's perspective really well. But that's not since you brought up Person of Interest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the best, I, I mean, I can't even say it's the best episode of Person of Interest. It's my, I don't even know if it's my, it might be my favorite episode. It's definitely the one I've watched most, but they really made a new show. Like that was yeah. actually a pilot. It was a backdoor pilot. Yeah. Like it wasn't like, oh, we're just gonna focus on this new character. You could have never seen a single episode of Person of Interest. And you can watch this episode of Person of Interest, season two, episode 17. <laughs> you can watch <laughs> this episode. The first episode where Sarah Shahi is, I could be wrong. It might be 216, but it's one or the other, 216 or 217. And it's literally as if it's the premiere of a new show. Yeah. And that's not what they're doing here in this episode of Nikita. It's just like shifting the focus a little, like just a little bit too much. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. Especially because the only character that would have been holding it down is Nikita, and she spends most of the time pretending to be someone else. Yeah. So, like, if you're going to shift the focus... And not even someone else interesting. Yes, that's... And that's the... I think that's the real problem. Yeah. Like, her just being, like, you know, a rich woman's daughter. Right. Eating, <laughs> Wearing eating sc- ugly dresses, eating scones and scones cream. And- that's not what we signed up for. Uh, yeah. But, overall, solid, solid outing for La Femme Nikita. Yeah. So, now we are going to talk about Nikita, episode five, called The Guardian. Now, I, for one, did not realize that The Guardian, a.k.a. Owen, showed up so early in this series. I really did, I completely forgot how how early he was a part of this, a part of the show. Yeah, and it's crazy because, like, this introduces, like, a lot of, like, what the next, the rest of the season and the next season going to be focusing on a lot of and so yeah 
Like, I didn't think we were getting this much, like, plot so early. Like, I thought we were still in just, like, the filler trying to set up the world stuff. So, this is nice. Like, I very much enjoyed this episode. Same. Um, I very much enjoyed it as well. This episode starts with a bank robbery. They are also in Canada. Yes. <laughs> this time we know it for Legitimately. sure. Legitimately. Yeah. <laughs> they are like, for real in Canada. Actually, Montreal. Is that how they say it in French? With a French accent? They're in Montreal. So <laughs> Yeah. Like, don't ask them um, for a French accent. I don't need to butcher someone's language like that. Yeah, that's you know what? You're absolutely right. I'm sorry, whoever among you speaks French, I take back my terrible accent that I just tried to do when I said Montreal. So mine's so bad I wouldn't I can't even recognize your terrible accent. That's why I don't even want to play the game. <laughs> so they he is in a bank and he's doing his guardian thing, which is getting the black box, you know, one of Percy's famous black boxes. Yeah. And he's like getting it out of the safe deposit box or whatever. He's trying to leave and then bank robbery. Womp womp. So I like this, though, because, you know, as we've been doing, comparing the episodes directly to each other, which is getting trickier now with the plots diverging, but I still feel like we can make some definite direct comparisons between the two episodes. And in this case, you get the comparison between Owen Elliott, the Guardian, against not just John Wick, but also Owen. Because I mean, um, also Chuck, because you have this new guy who's introduced, who's very plot relevant, just out of nowhere. And it opened, cold open right on him. And you're like, who is this dude? And against John Wick, though, you get in Mother from La Femme Nikita, you get John Wick immediately killing somebody cold-bloodedly. And in this, instead, you get your new character, Owen, who ultimately, even though his main goal is supposed to be able to save this black box, chooses to be the good guy and save a child, even in the midst of his mission. And I always like good establishing character moments like that where you have no idea about him, but you do know he works for Division and works with Percy directly. So you have every reason to believe he's going to be a terrible person. But you get him saving this child, risking the mission just to be the good guy right off the rip, and it's good because you're like, okay, we can root for this guy, and now I really want to see what he's going on because this isn't just going to be like another Roan who's just a mindless drone that, you know, Percy just has his hand up his ass and speaks through his mouth. I so mean, really to be fair to Roan, Roan is loyal. He's not a mindless drone. He's loyal. Yeah, I don't know. Like, you're right. It's, I have so much hate for Percy. I sometimes <laughs> forget how much I appreciate what kind of bad guy he is. Because Percy, actually, for the most part, is my favorite kind of bad guy. Where he's very pragmatic. He doesn't let very many things get personal to him. And he just considers it like a job. Like, Except one thing. One thing gets personal, and it's his undoing. Nikita. Spoiler. <laughs> not really. Not really yeah, a spoiler. I was gonna say, but not really. That but, the, whole, the whole purpose of the show is that, yeah. you know, so, Nikita like, is his undoing. So, yeah. So, yeah, you're right. I'll, give, I'll take back what I said about Ron. It's just because he is. like, And they're a good leader and dragon duo. Yes. Um, especially, you know, that's interesting when you, now that I've said it like that, Sometimes I say words before my brain catches up and the words actually recognize something my brain didn't process, which is that Michael is supposed to be the number two, but the real dragon under Percy is always Roan. Yes, because Roan actually knows what the hell is going on. Yeah. Michael is being played. Yeah. So he can't be. He's the, he's the show number two. Yeah. Um, 
you know, for the for the so-called legal stuff that yeah. Division is doing, Michael is on board with that. And you can tell Michael is, Michael is getting a little bit testy. Yo. You can see it in this episode. Michael is starting to, yeah. you know, he, he's starting to feel a type of way. They planted the seeds earlier, and I feel like those seeds will come to well, fruition you know, soon, come to yeah. sprout soon. I don't know. Like fruition. we said, yeah. I did say fruition, yes. Yeah, you said, um, yeah. So after we have the bank scene, Percy gets a call. We're back at Division. Well, not back. This is our first time at Division in this episode. And Percy gets a call. They're in the middle of an op. It's all hands on deck, apparently. Something's going yeah. down. Pakistan, something, yada, yada. Percy gets a call. It's Owen. He's like, box has been compromised. Like, I got it. But we out here in these streets, guy. Need some help. You got to send somebody. We got to do something. Okay? Yeah. Percy's like, I'm going to come meet you. That's it. Yo. And yeah, what's going on out here in Pakistan? Every, like, and, and so this, for me, this actually kind of bothered me because it was so out of character for Percy. He should have recognized it. Everybody was like, what the fuck just happened? Like, and I get it. This is his really important thing. But literally everybody in division was like, what the fuck? No, not everybody. I don't okay. think that's true. Okay. Michael, Michael was. Burkhoff. Burkhoff is I, a punk. Burkhoff doesn't care. Burkhoff yeah. was immediately like, okay, let me find you a flight. Like, yeah. Burkhoff is the epitome. Burkhoff has a hell of a character journey on this yes. show. I can't and wait for it. This episode in particular reminded me of what I did not like about Burkhoff at the beginning, and it's that he's a coward. Yeah. Straight up, he is yeah. a coward. Yeah. And, yeah. oh, he gets under my skin so badly in this episode. Every but eventually, thing eventually we're gonna get Shadow Nance, and it's gonna be great. Like it just, you know, we know the truth, so we can we can grind out. Like it's the well, same yeah. way I'm doing. Tom and Jaden, the same way I'm gritting my teeth through them. You know, yes, there's things. Yes. things get better. It yes, gets better. they do get better. Burkhoff gets better, but this episode he tried my patience. So yes. Percy's but, like, bam, gotta go. Michael's like, we're in the middle of something here. Percy doesn't care about your op, Michael. Not at all. He doesn't. He doesn't care about whatever is going on the world could be ending doesn't matter percy's about to go to montreal to find owen and the black box michael big time in his feelings about this and they make the mistake of doing it in front of the recruits so there's alex with her cup, her cup to the door like getting always, all the tea always yeah. alex stays getting the tea so that she can run back to nikita always like, on the computer that still no one has finds weird yeah. Hey, something's going down. <laughs> like, like, and she looks like she be chatting too. I mean, like, yo, like it's 2014. Like, she looks like she's on like you know some 97 AOL instant messenger, but she looked like she be talking to somebody. Like, nobody's that happy practicing basic code. Like, yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about when, when Michael and Percy have their fight, and michael is like what what are you doing where are you going he's like i'm gonna go take care of whatever he's like is it more important than division and percy it, says yes. i am I, division i have that in my notes because i was like that is where you gotta notice like oh there's gonna be some problems like that's not gonna fly with michael yeah not gonna fly yep. with michael because we already kind of know what kind of guy michael is and yep. that one underneath it all michael is a good guy but yep. also michael is a patriot Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Michael is a patriot. So you're not going to tell him 
that you are more important than whatever mission this is that you're supposed to be doing to protect the United States. You're not going to tell that man this. And that's not going to be the end of it. No. And like, and this, that, I just said how much I like Percy. That is one of the things I don't like, how obtuse he is about his treatment to Michael. Like, because we always talk about how badass Nikita is and how gangster she is, because she is. But we always, like, Michael's so low-key, but Michael keeps up with Nikita the whole rest of the season. Like, yes. anytime Nikita's in the mix, Michael's there being a badass I mean, he trained her. Yeah, and my, that's my point. And so, like, Percy is so cavalier to the fact that he is legit salting his, you know, on paper number two. Like, it just, it's so... The ego. That is Percy's problem. Is Percy's yes. main flaw from it's the hubris. moment we meet him. Exactly. Yes. It's hubris. Yeah. From the moment we meet him. And it is going to be his downfall eventually. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, he, it's, he's, it's too much. I yeah. have division. Okay. So yeah. he goes off to play in Canada. And Michael and Nikita are both looking now at the same video about what went down yeah. at the bank robbery. I love this. Stanley. Sorry. I, <laughs> I, I love this because... We know what happens in future episodes, but I love how looking back, how they set up the 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 foreshadowing for uh, Michael and Nikita getting closer and closer to being on the same page. Yeah, and this is like such a simple way to do it that I you, I don't think you even pick it up the first time around. I didn't like actually so. But oh. I, I I love this for them so. They're both looking um, on the video, and yeah, Owen. They figure out yeah. Owen is a person. Owen is a guardian. Michael and uh, Burkhoff know he's a guardian. Does yeah. Nikita know that immediately or not? Um, I think she does, because when Michael and... Um, no, no, they haven't broken into Percy's office yet. We're not there yet. I'm jumping ahead okay. to when... Okay. Yeah, when Alex starts finding out. So no, she doesn't know anything yet. She just knows... Percy is, thinks he's important, so she's like, I'm in the mix. Yes. Percy cares, I care. That's yes. all she needs. But now, let's do go back to Stanley. So, in this video, I mean, this was a shock to me. <laughs> because I, I don't know if I picked this up the first time I saw this episode, or the subsequent times that I saw this episode, yeah. whenever I watched it, like, a, you know, however many years ago. Before um, the MCU, really. I mean, no, the MCU has been going on for 10 years at least. So it couldn't have have been before the MCU. Early in the MCU. All right, early in the MCU. Definitely early in the MCU. So So Stan Lee has a cameo in the middle of Nikita. That took me out. I was like, what is happening? How did this happen? So, of course, I looked it up. Did you look it up to see how this came about? No. No, I was just, I just figured, like, that's the problem with the age. The I'm so used to him just showing up and stuff that for a second, I was like, oh, I guess he just did another one. Like, I don't know how he pulled it off. But... Maggie Q met Stan Lee at some, like, con. I don't even know if it was kind of con. I'm not sure. But she met Stan Lee and she was like, hey, can you be on my show? <laughs> <laughs> I actually like that. That's, that's and actually he's really like, nice. yeah, again. <laughs> and then that simple she asked he said yes and there you have stan lee doing the most random cameos of all time in an episode of nikita as a man on the street like 
And this is still really early in the MCU, though. I had to go look at yes. it. There's only been three movies, so his cameos are still like... Yes, yes. But I feel like comic... I'm not a comic person, but if you're a comic person, especially if you're a Marvel comic person, you didn't need the MCU to tell you who Stan Lee was. Yeah, no. But, you know? but what I mean is that you're used to seeing him in Marvel movies, so like you see him in something else, so you're just like, oh, that's nice. Like he's, yeah. he's just out here in these streets being an just, old man. Like Everybody you know, loves him. He, maybe he really was just walking down the street uh, that day. who knows so then we go to owen who is pulling bullets out of his arm yeah and there's butterflies on the wall in whatever school building because i believe he's in a school building right yeah yeah and there's butterflies on the wall hello foreshadowing a little bit of overkill so and he like looks longingly at the butterfly and like okay this is weird Uh, um now you go to some very nice street and Nikita, right, is looking like she's walking up to the building and she notices what? Butterflies. Glass butterflies hanging in the window. And, you know, she spies her way inside through the cops and whatever. Who opens the door? High school ass looking Bianca Lawson. She's a vampire. Bianca like, Lawson is a it. vampire. God, like, <laughs> how has she looked the same age my whole life? Right my whole exactly. life like she's been playing 16 since i was five like, and you know no, what sorry. when i was um watching the episode initially i did not catch bianca's bianca lawson's name in the credits off jump so yeah. when she showed up i was like oh <laughs> what is bianca lawson what is teenage bianca lawson doing here uh <laughs> I think finally now in the year 2020, Bianca Lawson looks like an adult. Yeah, she looks like, like she's in her 20s. Full on, yes, yes, that's yeah. exactly right. She looks like right. she's in her 20s. Um, I just don't know. B- Bianca Lawson is a national treasure. Like, the way she hasn't aged is, she was a fully grown adult when she was on Dawson's Creek. Like, it just, I don't know what's happening. I don't know. <laughs> like, Think about that because Dawson's Creek is it's literally the trope namer for Dawson casting where you're attesting grown ass adults to play teenagers. That would I be mean, Andrea Zuckerman from 90210. <laughs> okay, no, no, but, stop. I mean, literally on tvtropes.com, okay, it's called Dawson's Dawson casting. Okay, so that's what I mean when I say it's the trope namer. It's literally the trope is named after the show. It's like because they <laughs> they they late to it. Andrea Zuckerman it. started this show, okay. <laughs> Wrong. her middle-aged self out there <laughs> i also remember watching freaking um greece okay with these 40 year old people playing high school characters so but, so i have never seen greece why would you admit that on the podcast like why not podcast. listen this is my truth okay get, oh god we this is flooded with stuff. no we're not this is my truth all right i have never seen greece i have no desire to see greece uh and it is what it is <laughs> That ship has sailed. I think if I had seen it like as a kid, I'm sure yeah. I would have seen it and loved it. But anytime that I have tried to go look at it as an adult, I'm like, uh, no. This, so I have, this is not it for me. I have Stockholm Syndrome for um, 70s musicals. Uh, when I was in elementary, I wasn't gifted. And the way gifted worked was you got pulled out of school two days a week to go somewhere else. And for me, those two days were my music lessons, but we were required to have them. So five of us in the school had a special music lesson with just this one guy randomly during our lunch hour. 
and he would teach us music by pulling his favorite 70s music and making us practice singing. So to that this day, is not like any gifted I have ever heard of or been a part of in my in life. In elementary, Tuesdays I, and Thursdays, you went I don't know school. what was going on in Miami. I went when I was in elementary school, I was in Brooklyn. That's not how we did it there. <laughs> I mean, Miami is weird. Miami is always doing how are you gonna get pulled out of school two days a week? You just go to a different school and do some whole other different stuff. That's like, wild. But yeah, so, <laughs> but yeah, so like five of us like would have to have a special music class and there was this old white guy and to this day ramalama ding don ding like okay even worse (laughs) it's it's why i know all the words to fame still i mean fame i have seen fame and i love fame yeah i knew this i've known the words of the song since i was in fourth grade as you should i mean that's not that's not I, i like i think it's cute that you think that's somehow abnormal Granted, I have some years on you age-wise, so that could be why it feels abnormal for you. But for my age, like that's no knowing the words to fame. Of course, seen fame a million times. <laughs> I was watching that instead of Greece, so okay. that that's could actually be fair. that, that could that's be actually what fair. happened. Yeah, that's actually fair. I enjoy fame more than I enjoy Greece. Like, yeah. All right, so anyway, back, back to, to Nikita. Yeah. Wow, how did we get there? <laughs> Bianca Lawson. That's what yeah. she did. She got way a vampire back in the seventies. Yeah, like she was still. She was on fame. Little <laughs> did we know, <laughs> Bianca Lawson has been on television since TV started. And it's like if we just start going back through footage, we'll just see Bianca Lawson there. Did I just create a new show? I think I did. It's gonna be so. We got thing. two shows we said that we got to. <laughs> it should be a crossover. Bianca Lawson's the mentor. Poor Holly Berry, and she's the one who taught her how to be a badass. Oh, wow. This is getting deep. This is getting very deep. Wow. Okay. So, yes, Nikita is like, oh, look at these um, butterflies in the window. Let me go see what's up. Bianca Lawson and her sweet self opens the door. She's like, oh, they're not for sale. And they do this whole thing. You know, Nikita is very charming, so she does what she does. I charms her way Nikita. right into this lady's house. <laughs> I love Nikita doing Bavarian fire drills where she just acts confident and keeps it moving because like you forget since she's such a bad assassin you're like oh she's also a spy yes. and like sometimes when you see the spy stuff you're like I actually really enjoy her just like being some random character putting on a costume and just you know yeah just charming her way right into stuff. Got a whole story about her her boss saw them and she needs to get them her boss will not live without them so on and so forth. And so she gets in there, she gets one of the glasses. Do yeah. they do they talk about Owen at that point or no? She they doesn't talk about that she they mentioned that they saw something crazy in the news and that he right. lived in the building. And okay. she said, Oh, I saw the police outside. Okay. But Emily doesn't give away anything yet. Because she's right. right or not. Yes. Yes. So then Nikita steals some mail. Crime. She steals some mail out of the out of the mailbox and she sits in her in her car. And she calls up the phone company because she's trying to get Owen's phone records. Trying to get his GPS location. His GPS location. So here we go again. Nikita playing a role. She's like, listen, I just need, you know, my husband's account, blah, blah, blah. And the lady is going along just fine. So she asked for that password. Nikita doesn't have the password. Then she changed up real quick. Switch gears real smooth. Like, 
yo, I'm not looking for the phone. I'm looking for my cheating ass husband who's with the phone. Like if the pastor is probably one of them girlfriends. Like I just remember the Jenny with two ends or, <laughs> or the two eyes. And I was just like, ooh. <laughs> and then the operator, she's like, girl, you preaching to the choir. Yeah. <laughs> Gives Nikita all that man's information, all of it. So now Nikita goes to the school and uh, Owen is there and they have a knockdown drag out this, fight. So this is one of the most important moments because it's one of the first times you see Nikita in a fight. Yep. Not just win. And like that shit was like, you're like, oh, he's that kind of dude. And but, I mean, to be fair to Nikita, he souped up. Yeah, but we find that, that out later. Yeah, yeah. But, but I just don't want to throw my dog Nikita out there dirty, like just she just yeah. getting beat like that. This yeah. man is really on some superhero stuff. Yeah, <laughs> right now he's like yeah. Captain America out here, and yeah. Nikita, I would say she like, she she holds her own yeah. just barely. Yeah, like just yeah. barely. She could not have maintained that fight. That's why yeah. she had to get the hell up out of there. Yeah, which is that's, <laughs> like that was literally my note. Like, this is the first time you see somebody getting the better of Nikita, and you're like, oh, this is a big deal. Like, this yeah. is like that's how you know, like, oh, he can't be done in this episode. Like, this is we yeah. know some game changer stuff. Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. So Nikita takes off. Oh, and he he Nikita has the glass. Um, and he sees it. Yeah, yeah, he the glass, glass butterfly, butterfly. And that's that's what that's what got Nikita fucked up. Like he yep. saw that butterfly, he's like, "Oh, okay, so we about to put a pole, we about to stop a mud hole all up in you." Yep. So then, what happens next? It's Percy. Yep. Owen calls him, and Percy, what tells Roan to terminate Nikita? Is doesn't he get tired of telling some people to kill Nikita? Yo, we I mean, gotta do this every episode. <laughs> but like he also tells Owen because Owen gives him like you know the rundown like, "Hey, I ran into this." who the fuck was this who just came up in here ready for me like this and Percy's like oh about five six eight and you know Owen felt some type of way he's like who is this that you already know who it is and he's like oh it's a rogue agent why wasn't I brief and I was like that's a good point yeah you got these dudes out here in the streets trying to protect your boxes and you don't let them know Nikita out here looking for them yeah you setting these dudes up for failure superhero yeah. or not like <laughs> you setting these dudes up to get got you gotta let them know yes. That's like, kind of what happened. Yeah. And and then, but then he tells, so yeah, he tells Owen to cancel Nikita on site. <laughs> and he tells Roan to kill Owen. Yeah. Bro, why? That that was my thing. I was like, this man has done everything in his job exactly correct. Every moment something's come up, he's co- contacted you. He's on his job. He just fought off Nikita, protected your box from her. And you want to get rid of him? Like, he's doing, like, you want another one of him. Like, he's doing his job on point. Percy slipping. Like, yeah. So then we leave the interesting people and we go back to Division. Yeah. So it's, <sighs> uh, it's Alex first. Alex. Alex uh, I love Alex. Alex can do no wrong for me. But explain what happens here. So, uh, so Alex is trying to, you know, make some moves so she can go and get some information for her homegirl Nikita, what she's always doing. And nobody ever catches her. There's no cameras at Division. Nobody keeps track of this one random girl who just does whatever the hell she wants. But in the middle of that, freaking Berkoff says something. And of course, freaking Jaden has to open her mouth and about to get herself canceled. Like, at least I had sex. And you know, you know that's gotta be a sore spot for Berkoff, because he looked like the kind of dude who that's always been a shot that someone's taken to him. Right. And 
and this and where he's at in his characterization now, that's exactly what would get him to be. Right. And here comes Alex saving Jaden ass. Fucking be like, hey, can you help me with this? And don't get me wrong, she was on her own thing trying to do her own mission, but take the heat off Jaden real important because Jaden was about to get snatched out of these streets. And yeah. most importantly, this is where she puts the spotlight on herself for what's going to come down later with Burkhoff because I'm pretty sure that's why he picks her name out the hat. Yes. Take the fall for him later. That's exactly right. But also, Alex steals Burkhoff's fingerprint. So that's her other job, yeah. her little side mission that she's on. And who sees it? Tom. God, I hate that dude. This guy. This oh guy. I can't stand him. So that's all you get right then, is that yeah. Alex is on, Jaden acting the fool like she always does, okay? Yeah. Alex ostensibly saves Jaden, but really she's just trying to get Burkhoff's fingerprint, and old Tom can't mind his damn business. He sees what Alex is doing. You think he would leave it there? No, but we'll get to that in a minute. Now, we go back to Bianca slash Emily, okay? She's telling uh, Nikita her whole story. Owen is a landscaper. He's like a really good guy. Um, She really loves him and so on and so forth. And what I really liked about this scene is that Emily is Nikita. God. Right? Actually, like, even worse, I think Emily is what was Nikita's fiance. Both. Yeah. Both. Like, because Emily is explaining, like, she's making excuses for how she can believe, be in love with this guy, right? Yeah. And everything is okay. And, or I say rather, Emily is the mirror. She's like the mirror, yeah. Nikita. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Right? Um, so, but she takes. Nikita takes ownership of her fiance's death in this scene. You know, she's like, Owen put you in this position. Owen is not who he said he is, and he put you in this position, just like I put the person I loved in this position. And that's how they ended up dead. And like, so, yeah, you know, I kind of missed that in the first time, but that's such an important moment in characterization because I think too many characters don't own their mistakes and having Nikita actually put in the words that like I love this man and like you know obviously she wants to get the vision because she knows the visions are is the actual ones that killed her but like accepting her responsibility in the death that juxtaposed against the fact that she still holds the vision responsible but accepts her portion of responsibility mm-hmm. it's like the healthiest most adult response to it and you don't get that and I think that sums up why Nikita is so good because Almost in everything she does, like it's the healthy adult acceptance of what's gone down. And yeah, it's terrible for her, but like she's not she trying is, to make excuses. Yes. And it's just very refreshing, like to for her, like this is another one we're jumping way ahead. But when she eventually has the conversation with Alex, like, and about all of Whoa. that. Whoa. Let's not talk about that. that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, fine. But yeah. But, like, just overall, Nikita is someone who is very self-aware and, like, I don't know if self-actualized yet, but she's very close to reaching that. Mm-hmm. And it's just really interesting to have a, a character like that where, like, her flaws are not the typical ones you would see in, like, an action hero. Yeah. And so it just, I think that's what makes her so much more enjoyable. Yeah. Like, and Bianca asks her, she's like, are you guys criminals? 
and Nikita's like, I'm the only one who can save Owen. That's what you need to know. And that's a fact. That's a fact. So now we go to the shipyard. (laughs) My notes literally says meeting goes no. (laughs) (laughs) Like that is essentially um, what happens. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like Cause yo, as soon as Owen got that phone call and heard Emily's voice, just immediately, just a whole hard ass right turn, like an about face. And Percy's reaction, like, where the hell is he going? And like, just doesn't slow down. <laughs> just, Owen doesn't have time to explain. <laughs> Whatever you thought the plan was, Owen is no longer a part of this conversation. Owen has left the chat. Um, <laughs> Owen is gone, and we don't even spend a lot of time there. Percy's like, figure out what the hell is going on because that's all he can do now. Figure out what the hell just happened because Owen has gone off to. I mean, I would be scared also. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, you don't know who Nikita is. Yeah, here you are, legit on some Captain America level steroids, and you fought this chick, and you probably used to winning every fight. And all of a sudden, you're sitting there like, okay, I I won, but that was a little muddled for a win. And now here's this same person, like, I'm in your house with your right. wife, y'all. Like, yes. <laughs> hey, just calling to say what's up. Also, got your wife here. Uh, <laughs> come and by. That, and like, so I think people forget that, like, the overt threat, everyone always thinks about that. But it's so much creepier because that means his girl doesn't even know what kind of danger she's in. She doesn't even know. What, she just sees some skinny, pretty lady sitting there shooting shit by a butterflies from her. And we're just. Like from his perspective, like they might just be sitting on the couch having wine, and he's sitting there like, "Yo, right. man, I shot once. I ain't got my drugs on me. Am I ready for another fight like this?" Right. So then, once again, we leave the interesting people, and we got to go right. deal with Tom's ass. Yeah, <sighs> we so, got to go back because we got to go to how Tom gets involved. I know. You yeah. Know, so. Alex goes to Percy's office, Nikita and she goes in. Uses her super science skills to steal Burkhoff's fingerprint and, you know, scan herself in, gets in the office. And how about soon she gets in there? Here comes Michael and, Bur- and Burkhoff. I was like, y'all yeah. time and it's all jacked up. But so she goes, and this is what I want to say, hiding under the desk, just like Nikita from Full of Film, yep. looking like a comedy scene. <laughs> but at least they grab- weren't any tablecloths, like, <laughs> at least to but be to fine. Make- to make up for that, that's why she had to reach up there for the freaking fingerprint that she left on top of the desk right. like a dumbass. You, so you are right. You are right. They do. They pay attention to paying homage to even the most ridiculous parts of yes. the show. Yes. But here, here's Alex once again, just always in the right spot at the right time, getting all always. the teeth. All the teeth. So here comes Burkhoff cracking into the computer system and just starts talking real loud about like, oh, yeah, the black box with this serial number. And here's, his name is Owen. He's a gardener. It's a weird cover. And there's Alex on the table, like just, like she's a mental mathlete just Soaking taking notes. So <laughs> it up. Got everything. Tell me more, Burkhoff. So then Burkhoff and Michael leave and Alex is leaving the office. Here comes motherfucking Tom. Why is he even there? Like, exactly! Like, Obviously, why is why are you there? Who there sent for, for you? He is there looking for Alex. Oh like, my god, mind your business, dude. Yo. This is why, spoiler alert, listen, mute it for like five seconds. This is why Tom's ass gets killed. Yo, you can come oh, back oh. now, guys. <laughs> always, always. 
And so, I, ooh. yeah, we'll talk about the rest of Tom's yes. storyline when we get to the end, because I got some stuff to say about the rest of Tom and his whole behavior in this episode, because we'll get there. We, we won't jump ahead, but I got some words about Tom. Yeah. So anyway, he grabs her and he pulls her in the corner, real creepy, should have bowed that dude in the throat, because coming up, grabbing me out in the corner, covering my mouth, and we in spy school. That's how people die. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, this guy. Okay, so... Then we're back with Emily slash Bianca and Nikita is reading Owen in on the status of things yeah. at Division, basically. And she's trying to she's trying to recruit him essentially yeah. onto her side. Here they go, chit-chit-chatting. And what happens? Bullet to the chest for Bianca, who is the, not a vampire. Not As it turns out, because uh, she did. <laughs> like, yeah, which, just to clarify, if you got Owen the a Guardian, Nikita the Badass, and then unknown plain-ass civilian, and you're going to take your first shot, and you're going to hit the civilian. Like, your, your whole sniper school is messed up. Like, yeah, but they, they it, it makes absolutely, okay, the goal was to kill everybody. Yes. You know that, right? Yeah. Why you would kill her first? Exactly. That is my problem. Makes no sense. You have someone who is extraordinarily dangerous. Two of them. Well, but first Owen, right? Yeah, yeah. He loves this woman. That's what you know, because he left your ass. To come there, yeah. To come there and, and save her and do whatever he needs to do with her. Why would you kill her first? Because now... You can't negotiate with him. Like that's it's you, it's a wrap. It's done. it's done. Yeah. Like there's no more conversation you're gonna ever have with this man. It, it, there's nothing, no black box, nothing. He's coming for your head. And so, and then the second thing is I was like, dude, if you get one shot and you got Captain America, the chick that your whole spy agency is like, man, shit, Nikita's still out there. We had to change our whole operation just because just because she exists and she's mad at you, you had to reorganize all your plans. So you got both of them standing there, no idea you looking, and you shoot just one of fridge the, the black woman. least threatening person in the room. The that's lady who, who makes glass butterflies. Out. Yes. You shoot the lady who makes glass butterflies. Yes, that's who you take out. Not Nikita. Not Owen. Yeah. Bianca Lawson. Yeah. Okay. And so, and so then, like I said, which is what I want to talk about before, bridging the black woman. Ah, this is not 1997 with OG Nikita, where in their case, they fridge, they at least fridge the white guy to give everyone else some characterization. In this case, you get Owen. You just got him. You give Bianca Lawson the vampire. All ass Bianca Lawson is who you yes. hired. Yes, to shoot in the chest. <laughs> like, <laughs> you have got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> like, that Yikes. is fridging at top notch, clear as day. That's the trope. Like, oh, we're going to kill yeah. her. So that Owen has a reason to be angry and pursue yes. revenge. Like that is the textbook definition of fridging that woman. It absolutely and, is. And you did that to Bianca Lawson. I'm not gonna go no further than that. I'm Shame. just putting it out there. Like, Shame on you guys. Shame. Hey, do you think so in the beginning, that first scene at the bank, when the reason why Owen got involved is because they took a hostage who was a kid and she was and a she little, was a little black, girl. black girl? Do you Ooh. think that was intentional that they made her a little black girl because they knew that they were gonna kill another black woman? Yes, uh, Deep Blue Sea. 
Well, not even because they knew that they were going to kill another Black woman. I want to take a look a step deeper that the reason why Owen, who is this super killer, right, could have some affection for this little Black girl is because he's in love with a Black woman. Ooh. Ooh. I, I like it. Oh, man. I, I tip my drink to you on that one. <laughs> I might be I might be digging a little too deep, but I'm just saying it's very rare that little black girls are just randomly in shows. That's just a yeah, fact. That's it's just that's a, a really, fact. That's a really so good point. you made it was a choice to make this a little black girl you at see, the beginning I, and get saved. So once again, I have to live up to cynical black dude. And to balance that, I bring up Deep Blue Sea, wherein they introduce two black characters. One black character spends the entire movie talking about how I'm not going to be the black guy to die in this movie. And they let him live. But in return, they kill the fuck out of Samuel L. Jackson in one of the most iconically hilarious movie moments because they still had to kill a black So they were like, we're killing Bianca Lawson. Let's introduce a black girl so we can keep her alive. I'm not saying, I'm not saying my version is good. Yeah. No, I'm it's just... not. It's bad. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you know, the other side is just yeah. a little more skeptical of like, I've got very little faith in anyone. Yeah, either way you cut it. It's some questionable activity there. Remember the hundred? Yeah. We won't talk about we won't talk about you know exactly what uh, what I'm leading toward uh, we're not gonna do that of that character. Yeah. Yeah, we won't go there. But nope, nope, nope. nope. (laughs) You know that about it. Here you know what? Shout out to TV shows that are so good while they're good that years later something they did still makes you mad because i truly believe that even in a sh- if a show has the ability to make you that mad it's they're, they're doing, doing their job yeah <laughs> yeah so they're like, doing their job because otherwise you wouldn't care yeah like I, we had this talk about books that people have a lot of hate on no one has a whole bunch of like hate for a book that was just terrible right you only have hate for a book that was doing real good and it did some shit that got you in your feelings. Yes. You don't get in your feelings for terrible media. Yes. Like, terrible media does never get you in your feelings. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Okay. So, Bianca Lawson is dead. Owen and Nikita are yeah. on the yeah. run. Yeah, no, they're not on the run. Nikita's on the run. That's Owen true. stands in the middle of that goddamn room right. and lets all them dudes come up in there and they run in there and for a split second it looked like Captain America in that goddamn elevator scene because he just, yo, fighting like i will fight all of the vision in this room right now and for a split second he was doing it <laughs> and they were yeah so yeah. um <laughs> i'm just reading my notes and i just want you to i just want to read what my notes say verbatim i hate tom exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point mind your fucking business tom <laughs> <laughs> And then, okay, spoiler, mute if you don't want this spoiler for five seconds. Then it says, this is why Tom dies. I hate Tom. This is why he ends up dead. The fact that I had to repeat it so many times in notes to myself, I think it's hilarious. (laughs) Okay, you can come back now, guys. The hate is real, though. The hate is real. The hate is real. So... I think we actually we went out of order. That's why I brought that note up because yeah, we went yeah. out of order. We rushed yeah. to get to Tom and his foolishness uh, yeah. before no, we. No, we because did, Emily dies after. 
No, I think I think it's a split scene. It's oh, is that what it is? Okay. So if like Tom grabs her, then we cut back to which one? Because my notes are in the same order, which is okay. mine was just like, you guys need to spoil for five seconds because it was Tom still needs to hurry up and fucking die. Alex faked him well enough, but I fucking hate that dude. So <laughs> what we have next is we're back at Division and some no name, no face dude comes running out of the operations room. Oh my God, Nikita's on the phone. And so Michael and Burke are both like, Nikita's calling because they know something, they know what's about to go down because that can't be a good sign. So Michael comes rushing up there because of course his woman's calling. So he's definitely got to get on the phone. Like, you know how that is. And, but before Burkoff can follow him, Alex boxes him out and she runs some game trying to talk to him. And of course, Burkoff, I'll give it to him. He's not flirting back, but he's trying to give it a brush off and not paying attention. And she slips him a bug. And I just got to say, I get it. Burkoff is the tech guy. I understand that. But how were you at spy school for the last like five years or whatever and ain't pick up nothing? Nothing. Ugh. But here we go. So she slips her little uh, bug on him. And um, he goes up in there, and there's Alex with her little headphone in, listening to the whole conversation. And then I, my next line is my favorite, is uh, they transfer Nikita over to talk to Percy, and Percy's in the shipyard torturing Owen. And I just loved Michael's reaction when Percy jokingly refers to Owen as Nikita's boyfriend. Yes. Did you see his whole face freeze for a second? <laughs> yes. <laughs> And uh, I'm here for it. So then you get Alex down on the training floor practicing with her dummy, which I was like, ain't nobody noticed she ain't doing nothing. She's just walking around it and she like touched it. And here comes fucking Jaden. And while I don't hate Jaden as much as Tom, it is close. It is close. So here comes Jaden. I, I know what you did. And you can see that moment where Alex like, oh shit, did I fuck up? And instead Jaden's like, I saw you coming out of Tom's room. And Alex's reaction was top notch which is you want to you can have time get the fuck away from me and i was like thank you Jayden, nobody like, wants him except you apparently yeah and like and that's what i was gonna get on later you can do better Jaden. honestly yeah that's what i was gonna say because like here's Jaden just trying to be all over this dude and we're about to get to the next scene where he totally was about to let Jaden hang for some shit he knows alex did just like hey, just, tom God, yeah. this kid. Oh, I can't. At what point does who says you're messing with the wrong weapon? Is that Percy? Does he say that to Nikita? And then she says, No, you made that mistake a long time ago. Yes, yeah. Like, because, yeah, went and trained Nikita, and oof, yeah. I mean, Nikita is the most vicious thing that. <laughs> division has created in any version of any Nikita. Nikita is the best thing that any version of division has created. But what I like, what I always particularly like about this version of Nikita is that there is a darkness in her that she is always contending with. And so in the original Nikita, she was crazy. Like OG French Nikita, she was crazy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, she's battling with that. And it's not like there's a darkness that she's crazy. And so yeah. she doesn't really care. She's just trying to like live life, you know, yeah. in whatever way. She care about killing people and whatnot. Um, the Fem Nikita, 
that Nikita is actually like a decent human being, like yeah. a sweet person who got caught up in some bad things and yeah. is forced to do things that go against her morality, but she's doing it and yeah. ostensibly for the right reasons, right? Yeah. This Nikita, however, is not a good person, actually. Yeah. Right? At least yeah. when you get to learn her backstory, she's definitely deeply troubled and made some really bad choices. Yeah. But like grew into being a good person. Yeah. And so it's like, over the course of the show that that happens. Yeah. But like, I also see it as Xena. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Suck it up. Suck it up. Suck it up. It's the oh. same redemption arc. <laughs> it's the same redemption arc. Like someone who is a monster who recognizes they've been a monster and then takes the things that made them a monster to do better things. Yes. Not turning away from it, but taking like, you know, Xena was like, I'm going to be the best warrior I can be. That's how I can change the world. Not putting up my sword, but using it for the just cause. And that's Nikita. Like yes. she's like, you trained me to be this monster. And I can't not be this monster, but I can repurpose what I do and give it a new focus and turn it on the actual bad people. Yeah. And it works because like, like even at the, even, like this is kind of a spoiler, but it's vague. Even at the end of Nikita, everything's over. Like Nikita still recognizes that she just can't be like a housewife or a house mom. Like she is fundamentally changed by her time in division and she can never go back. Like toast can't never be bread again. Like oh she my is God. fundamentally changed. I just realized that Nikita is Clark and Clark is Nikita. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> I just realized that. They oh really goodness. are, this, they're the same. That's some CW ass shit right there. Yeah. <laughs> Clark from the 100, guys. Yeah, sorry. I mean, yeah. obviously, we talk about the show enough. Obviously, we love it. Um, even though we might claim I would not say, to yeah, listen. I don't claim some that. of us are going to claim that we don't still watch the hundred, even though the hundred did some horrible things and broke our heart. Some of us not being me. Cause I still watch it. And there's another person on this podcast who pretends that they're not going to watch it every season and still attempts to watch it every season. Oh, so we put the facts. Like that? I'm we not, like that I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that they should feel bad about it. I'm just saying that these are the facts as I understand them. And I'm not afraid to say that I still watch The 100. Do I watch every episode of every season? No, but I definitely keep up with it. Unlike yeah, I keep people. up with it because someone calls me and we have three-hour conversations about a show I ain't haven't watched in a year. And all of a sudden, I got to go watch three episodes to know what the f*** we talking about. Sabotage. This is the guy. You know, you know what? Let's talk about Nikita. I can't even do this. Anyway, right Clark is Nikita. And that is a very interesting conversation that yeah. we will have on the phone after this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so next, we're back at the docks and uh, yeah. Rowan is like, you know, I don't, they're just doing dumb stuff. They're like threatening Owen. They want the black box. And why, why are you doing all of this? Which You so trained this man. More importantly, this is another good juxtaposition versus mother, look from Nikita and mother, where John Wick was like, there's, I'm not going to tell you. And even better, that dude, that freaking um, Madeline was like, when he was like, you can torture me all you want, it's not going to change the facts. Like, it's that moment where it's like, man, you just got to realize, like, 
you lost this game. As soon as you killed, as soon as you killed Bianca Lawson, it was over. It was yeah. a wrap. You got it's no done leverage. For you. Like Owen does not care. He says that shit clear as fuck. Like he's like, like he to Percy to Rowan to Nikita. Nikita's like, listen to your better angels. <laughs> no. <laughs> I am going to kill him. And that no. is a wrap. <laughs> Get out of my way. <laughs> but yeah, so let's go back though. So okay. they're on the boat. They're torturing Rowan, trying to get this information. On from the dock. Him. On the dock, sorry. Yeah, on the dock. Um, and Nikita says to call. Oh, you know she's coming. Oh, we forgot about this part. Alex manages to overhear Nikita talking to them. And they're tracing Nikita's call. And they're also pinpointing where Percy is because they some nosy busybodies. And of course, they say where Nikita is and where Percy is. And Alex immediately goes back and gets on this goddamn computer that is never guarded, never watched, and immediately sends this information to Nikita. So she's like, oh, he's 3.5 miles away from me in a dock. And next thing you know, she's on the boat. Like, yeah. And I love the Mook Horror Show where bad guys are on the boat patrolling. And next thing you know, they just get murdered. Just, yeah. And Roland hears the do 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 And he's like, oh, shit, Nikita's here. And that's fair. Like, you should have shot her, dude. Yeah. You had your opportunity. She yeah. was right there. You didn't. Chose to take out our homegirl, forever young, Bianca Lawson. But mm. no. Yep. And you taking out Nikita. Now you stuck. And even better, Nikita, while Nikita's doing that, I don't know why Percy grabs a gun and goes like he's about to go do something. And I was like, are you like, what, what are, you, are you about to just go get Percy, shot? You know you're not you know you don't fight. But Rowan's sitting there looking around, worried about Nikita, and all of a sudden Owen just pops up, breaks the chair, punches him in the face, and then proceeds to whoop Rowan's ass. Yep. And that is the second time where you like, man, this man's been shot, tortured, beat up twice. And he just stood up from torture and fucked Roan up. Which lets you know he was allowing Roan yes. to beat to his ass. Yeah. He was just waiting for the Yo. right moment. Yo. And then he, and he decided was... to seize it. And leaves Roan on the floor, not, which, like, I think it's so early in the show, people don't still understand what Roan is. Yeah. And, like, that is, like, just trust me, as someone who's watched the show, that is some shit. Yeah. Like he threw that man over the side of the docks or whatever the hell. Yeah. And Rowan took the fall. So yeah. now it's Nikita Percy and Owen outside. And then Owen is like, I'm gonna kill this dude. Nikita's like, no, don't kill. So okay, they're having their little fight, <laughs> their little squabble. And yeah. Percy takes a shot yeah. and shoots um Owen, but like a little baby shot, nothing serious. Yeah. Not gonna stop that man. Not gonna stop uh, no. Captain America. Nope. Yeah. And Percy is like gets a little bit of the upper hand, I guess. And Nikita and Owen jump off the docks into the water. Which before we get to that, the whole reason the scene comes up is that Owen gets the drop on Percy, gets the gun on him, Percy freezes. Owen's about to kill this man. Nikita comes in, stops him because the whole black box. And I in my notes, I just I have a lot of feelings about the whole idea of black box. And it makes sense because Percy is not a duel. So he, without something outside of him to keep him alive, Nikita would have been done with him like an episode in. It was like, oh, okay. We shot Percy at his house. He's done. That's the end of the show. So it makes sense. But my thing has always been, and I'm about to quote a show that I have not watched, and I will not watch. But to be fair, I did read the book. The Jamie Lannister treatment. I am a big fan of 
just because you can't kill somebody doesn't mean you can't negate a whole bunch of their threat. Like, I get it. Percy's a big brain man. You can't cut off his head or anything. But you know what you can do? You can shoot that man in both kneecaps and make sure he's in a wheelchair when you need to come get him later. Like, just because you can't kill him, there's not options out there. I mean, you know, I'm not trying to sound like a bad person, but Fair. I'm just saying, like, you know, by all means, shoot him a little bit. You know, just don't shoot him in the head. His doctors are real good. They'll keep his heart going. Just, you know. Make him feel something. Yeah. Let him know. Let him know that as soon as we get the rest of these black boxes, when you're sitting there, if you in, you know, in triage, if you're in a wheelchair, if you're in a house, we're going to come back and visit. But we want you to know that we know you and we're going to be back. Yeah. Fair so. enough. Fair enough. So Nikita and Owen get away. Yeah. And back to division we go. We skipped a scene, so we got to go Did back we? to. We forgot Burkoff and his um, what you call it? Oh right, this silliness, yeah. right? So do we have to talk about it? Fine. We have to because it goes back because we because I'm going to yes. end this talking about Tom and his foolishness. So we need to set okay. it up. So we'll do it real quick. So when Burkoff and Michael broke into Percy's office, they thought they got away clean, but because Alex snuck in, she left a record. Burkoff thinks he slipped. He's caught. Now he's trying to find a way to throw the blame on somebody else why they were in the office. So he lines up the recruits and he zeroes right in on Jaden saying that she was off the book for a little bit of time and she must have been the one that broke in the office. She's going down for it. The whole time he's chewing out Jaden, Tom is looking dead at Alex, which I was like, that's already enough of a snitch. Fucking keep your eyes to yourself, bitch. We up here trying to be low key. You sitting there giving me the ether. <laughs> Some spies are going to notice that shit, motherfucker. But... <laughs> Anyway, and the best part is Alex is just stone-faced, just like, yeah, man, that's crazy. I can't believe what Jaden did. <laughs> she was about to let Jaden stink. Yo, without even flinching. But here's Tom looking at the crazy. Luckily to save Jaden, Michael comes down. What the hell is going on? Perkoff's like, yo, we just gonna let one of the recruits handle it. It's all good. We'll put Perkoff is a punk. Yep. He is and a punk. This is the most punkish behavior I've ever think I've seen him display in the show. Yeah. And so luckily, Michael comes down. He's like, yo, what are you doing? Just tell Bercy I did it. He can come say something to me if he wants to. And I love that you can tell Michael was still in his feelings when he told him that. Because he was like, I want Bercy to come and ask me some questions about what I want to know. Like, I want to have this conversation. Yeah. And Burkhoff was like, uh, okay. And Michael just sends the kids alone. He's like, no, don't worry about this. This is over. And so, of course, Burkhoff does get called in the person's office, snitches immediately on Michael. Nothing happens with that. But then we get to the end of the episode and Alex comes to talk to Tom and thanks her, thanks him for not snitching. And she tries to feel like, oh, you know, like I had something in the works to save Jaden too. No, she didn't. Not at all. Like, sure she was did. Gonna be like, like, if Tom was going to stay quiet, she was going to stay quiet and be like, I hope the best for Jaden, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, here comes Tom thinking that her apologizing and giving him a hug and being like, you know, I, I'm happy you understand me. Think that's his open. Kisses. Mm. Mm. And I'm like, so when she pulls back, he gets in his feelings. And I'm like, yo, my dude, she was legitimately a sex slave. Like, first off, one, and this is the most important part before we can get to sex slave. Just because a woman is being friendly to you does not mean she's coming on to you. Hey, at say no, it again. <laughs> at no point in this show. Has she ever done anything other than be mildly friendly to him? Mildly at that. Because, like, she's never paying attention to him. He's always after her. And she's always off doing her own shit. And then he just shows up. So, like, 
that's the most important part. Like at no point in time has she ever shown any sexual interest in me. And in None. fact, like, and in fact, he's causing more problems for her because he's all trying to hang off her and Jaden keeps coming after her and she's like, I don't want him. Yep. So, Here goes Tom with his uninvited, uninvited kisses. Yeah. And so then she freaks out and I was like, my dude, like, you just kind of forced a sexual act on a woman who used to be a sex slave. Well, especially while she's feeling vulnerable, like thanking you, like, man, you know, this whole place is really tough. And then all she does is back up and like he gets offended like she did something wrong. And I'm yep. like, he's embarrassed. <laughs> he's offended. He's all the things. He's just deep in his feelings. Yeah. He doesn't apologize or anything. He is deep in his feelings and like opens the door and like won't look at her and ushers her out of the room. Yes. And oh, um, fucking Tom. Yeah. This guy, he is the worst. I hate this guy. And I mean that in like the grandest sense of the word. When this yes. guy shows up both in life and on television, I hate this guy. You know what? Now that we've mentioned the hundred, you know who I hate just as much? Finn. Jasper. Oh. Oh, ooh, ooh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, you were even better. You were even better. Because that motherfucker, like yes. fuck space walker. Fuck Spacewalker. Finn so, is a Tom. Yes. You were absolutely... Um, oh, God. Yeah, well, let's we not get sidetracked yeah. by that. So, <laughs> then... Okay. At the end of this episode, it ends with Nikita and Alex in their respective places. Yeah. Lying to each other about stupid boys. I don't yeah. like it. I hate this for them. Yeah. I, I hate this for them. I know it, it's just only temporary. It doesn't last. But I just don't like that this space that we end the episode in where these two women are lying to each other to protect these dumb men. Yeah. Yeah. What right. is the point? I don't get the point of the lie. E- yeah. Either one That's of what lies. I don't get. Because the point like, of the lie. Yeah. Like, because, like, for Alex, some creepy dude kissed her and she was like, no, like, that should be the end of that. Like, what's the point of lying about that? Who are you protecting? Yeah. I mean, maybe Tom, because, like, I'm pretty You're sure... Because right. I'm pretty sure if Nikita interpreted that as him forcing himself on her, I'm pretty sure Tom will wake up and be like, how the fuck is Nikita in my room in division? Yeah. Just wake <laughs> up in the middle of the night and Nikita is there. You're right. So, okay. I, I, so I maybe, can see maybe, that. I can see maybe. that on Alex's behalf. Why but, is Nikita lying? Because she's got... Um, Owen in the bed, Owen. recovering. In and her yeah. bed recovering. There's no reason to lie about that. Okay. And so this is kind of like we know what's going on. So like even later on, there's never a reason for this lie. Like it's literally, it's just like some dude got hurt, so I'm taking care of him. It's like Yeah. I mean, it like is, what I don't know. Yeah. I feel like that's the most CW ending that we could have. Like as if like there's some relationship drama coming. Right. And you don't know. There's none. None. Not literally a lit. none. Not a on either side of those relationships. None now, none. Ever. Yeah. So, in fact, well, we won't spoil yeah. that for anyone yeah. who hasn't seen yeah. it. But anyway, that's how it ends, which is a kind of disappointing ending to a of very course, yeah. enjoyable, um, very enjoyable episode. So, not as much to compare with. Yeah. LFN, with mother. mother yeah. Really. Yeah. You do think, have. There's like. Yeah, we're really going to be going off the rails. I think more and more now, like. They were able to do a little bit for the first couple episodes, but we knew from the start they weren't going to be able to keep it up. It's going to be two whole different directions. So. Yeah. We shall see. Yeah. We shall see. And I'm not saying that to be cryptic. I'm just yeah. like, yeah, I, really, like, I don't we, remember. <laughs> we got to watch it and find out. Yeah. So, 
now obviously everyone just has to tune in so they can find out with us that's obviously what has to happen like yeah so we can discover this together yes 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 and i should have mentioned this at the top but we are going to bi-weekly episodes y'all so you will not be getting lfn every wednesday but every other wednesday because yo there's a lot going on Yo, bro, and there's not enough there are not enough hours in the day but we love doing this podcast so we are going to keep doing it and we're committed to doing it so we yeah. get through every single one of these episodes so do not fear if there is ever a break i trust i promise we are coming back yeah but uh i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and uh let us know what you think in the comments if you have any questions for us as always hit us up on instagram at lefem nikita excuse me, at LaFemme versus Nikita uh, yeah. on Instagram and we'll chat and we'll have a lot of fun. Talk to you later, guys. Bye.